0: All right. Welcome, everyone, to the MMOs.com podcast, episode 172. Altai here, joined by the one, the only. Remote. All and right. Here
1: we are, another podcast, another week. What's going on this week, Altai? Anything exciting? Anything spicy?
0: Well, uh, I think we mentioned a few weeks ago in the post game, perhaps, but I did get that weird vortex free.
1: Uh, Ooh, I forgot about that. I actually yeah. – I, I told you to it came and I completely forgot. Oof, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to hear about this.
0: I'm going to hopefully have the review up tomorrow. I'll record it tonight. I don't want to – but here it is. It's it's a giant lard of plastic that blows hot air into your face, uh, and it smells like plastic burning. And it has a constant hum when it's turned on. This All is right, so not for those that,
1: that, that, that don't know what this is, it's a product – Called the vortex, and it's supposed to make your games feel more realistic by blowing hot air into your face.
0: Yes, uh, it is. They sent it for free for us to review, and I, you know we said we we're gonna be honest, right? Yep. Oh, volume! Oh, my volume went crazy. This always happens. I got, I need a new wire for my mic. I keep saying this, but anyway, hopefully it's fixed. Can you guys? Yeah, we're good. All right. Here is the website for this. It's going to get a bad review. It's going to get a do not recommend. Just a, a teaser for a little, you guys. A little bit
1: of spoilers for everyone. So actually, when I first saw this, maybe show the, show the video too or something, but like when I first saw this, I felt like it was a speaker with a fan built into it. And you told me recently that it's actually, um, it's not even a speaker. It's just literally a fan. Yeah, no speaker. There's
0: no it. speaker element to it.
1: So it's supposed to like sync with the game you're playing. So like if a grenade blows up in you like when you're playing Battlefield, it's supposed to blow hot air at you. Yes. Yes,
0: and I mean it does. That part works. What it does is, I think it, it tracks the, Pixel, I guess. Just how quickly the colors are changing on your screen. So you can kind of force it to go fast by, like, let's say, just dragging your browser window around. You know, like a minimum, like a a browser window, and you're just kind of dragging it around. That'll force it also to shoot that air. Somebody commented, "This is the worst idea this year after
1: Diablo Immortal." Honestly, I think this might be, this might be significantly worse than Diablo Immortal because I cannot imagine anyone asking for this. Look, there are people out there that will play Diablo Immortal. I, I just don't see anyone like li-
0: wanting to buy this. Well, okay. So spoiler, okay? It's, it's a hot piece of garbage right now, right? I no, not recommended for anybody. But after seeing it, they did sell me on one thing, that there will be a market for this in two, three years. What? what well, Hear me out. They're just really early, and they're the wrong company to do it because they're charging $120. I think this is going to be a $1,000 product. What are you talking about? Nobody's going to buy this for $1,000. Uh, hashtag get blown. That's the best part about this, by yeah, the way. I think, I think they will. I think they've they been the wrong part of the market. So imagine Dyson. Uh, he- heater. Fit. Imagine Dyson making a high-end, something like this, that looks sleek, right? And it's on your, it's oh, on I'll, your I'll, desk. I'll, the, the, aren't they called uh, like hair dryers or blow dryers? No, I, 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 I searched the wrong thing. This is the okay. sp- the heater version. So mm-hmm. I really think there will be a market for, a, let's, let's call it a smart personal heater, whatever, Right. It sits on your desk, like something like this. Uh, it can blow hotter or cold air at you, so you're, if your room is cold or hot, and it syncs with, with your Wi-Fi. Because look, I'm the I'm the person for this, right? Like, look at my lights. I got those $50 Philip Hughes lights. I got the fancy chairs and everything.
1: So I just think I, the problem with nobody, this nobody's gonna use this. Uh, uh, the concept is just, it just seems awful. No, the concept really, is good. This company. Why, Why would I need? Wait, 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 if I'm playing a game and the grenade goes on, I, I don't want hot air blowing to me. In fact, I want cold air blowing at me because I'm, I'm I'm sweaty. I'm a sweaty dude. All right, sweaty dudes don't want no hot air blowing at them
0: at any time. What do you call? about? Listen, hold. On. The immersion is irrelevant. Nobody wants that level of immersion. I'm saying it's going to be an added feature to no, an existing be, product line. Like Dyson already sells the hot cold hot, hot cold fan. I'm showing it on the screen right. This is already a product that exists. It's a high end product. It works well. All sweaty we're going to do is add don't want no smart hot air blowing at them. i What tell you do is don't want this. Okay, well whatever. You, you you can watch the full review. I am gonna shit on this. But honestly, before seeing this, I, I I thought it was stupid too. I think they're just early. In five years No nope, nope. in five years, I'll think
1: nobody's gonna have this. Let's make a bet right now, Altai. I will bet you I will bet you a nice buffet. Okay. A, a casino buffet on this, alright? Five years from now, would it come back and check the date? And you said five years people are gonna be rocking this device. Ready?
0: That's a firm no from Remo. Okay, are you take me on that bet? Well let us phrase it properly. I'm gonna say it it won't be Vortex or whatever this company is. Yeah, sure. I think there will be a Wi Fi slash smart uh, desk personal hot cold air blowing device S-sync and it will, to it will your have PC. no relation to the game you're playing uh, that will be, be, be that there won't be that will be a feature of it no yeah right, that, that's not bad. We'll, okay. we'll, 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 we'll have to wait and see on
1: that one but that's a that's a firm nope from Remo she's like an awful idea okay that's that's I, I, I think I think we'll have that anyway let's 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 jump to the the weekly rain all that all we right. got we What's got, we got some stuff good happening plan. this week we got we got g-star
0: g-money g-hustle g jam going on this week that's right this week is uh g star and we are a bit early because it doesn't start until on thursday on the 15th it kicks off and this is uh korea's biggest uh gaming trade show and while a lot of the games being announced and uh are for now you know specific to the korean market uh, as we all know korea is pretty big in um in gaming pc gaming and mobile mmorpg Mm -hmm. you know sector so this is worth following. A lot of the big companies that we're familiar with, Nexon and Netmarble, mm-hmm. you Netmarble, know, are going to make announcements here.
1: This is the show for basically all the kind of games that we typically cover. When you think free-to-play, PC games, basically almost everything that comes from Korea. I mean there's obviously some North American-developed free-to-play games as well.
0: But like the vast bulk of them come from Korea. So this is, this is okay. a big show to keep an eye on for that. And there's a whole bunch of trailers. Uh, a couple of people on YouTube were nice enough to compile all the different announcement trailers from each company. Mm-hmm. Into, like, one video, which is nice. We'll go through some of that. But first, the people actually uh, organizing the convention itself put out a little trailer. So I want, I want to play that for a bit. Like It's got that cheesy music. So we'll, let's just play it, see how we feel. All right, let's feel it out, boys. Fancy. I love this music. It's so hilarious. It doesn't fit at all. It's like so. I don't know. <laughs> the sirens are going. It's just going down. Wait for the. Tr- <laughs> it's just. It's a very bizarre video. It's like a bunch of like business people at this event. This music just doesn't fit. I don't know. Whatever. So, yeah, that's G-Star. Um, let's move to the actual companies making some announcements. Next so you song. thought
1: BlizzCon was bad with one mobile announcement. Spoilers. <laughs> G-Star is basically all mobile announcements, all right? If you thought mobile gaming was, like, slowly creeping up in America, this is this is, this is is not the future in Korea. This is the present, all right? We got across-the-board mobile game releases.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Nexon at least gave us three PC games, okay? Good for that. Uh, and eleven mobile, whereas, uh, NCSoft is all mobile. Every game Wait, they talk 11 about. Eleven mobile. mobile games. It's a uh, lot yeah. of games. Yeah. So and uh, so Nexon did eleven games. And let's watch. let skip through this trailer a little bit. So the PC games they uh, are going to be talking about are Dragonhound, Hound, Astellia, which is the only one that's actually close to release, and Ascendant One.
1: Whereas their is mobile. Ascendant One's
0: some kind of MOBA. I think so never heard
1: about dragon Hound.
0: i haven't uh, there's a trailer i'm gonna find just a specific dragon mm-hmm. Hound trailer for you guys but it's remarkable at least we're getting
1: three pc games from them. but like i remember like in all these events you never got that many game announcements was right? always like a few games coming out from each company but now with mobile they just churn these bad boys out they're, they're they're showing off 11 mobile games that's crazy it's 11 games from one company all mobile obviously
0: so clearly not going to be as in depth well, this Dragon Hound game is, uh, it seems like a cinematic trailer, so we have no information. CGI trailer gaming. Zero gameplay. I hate when they show stuff like this. Oh. I want to see
1: some actual gameplay. I, honestly, unless it's Blizzard, I really don't care about cinematics at all, period. Like If it's not a god-tier cinematic, they're wasting their time. It's a zero from Remo. I want to see gameplay.
0: Yep. Well, as we talked about, there's a few of the Nexon games, mobile games, I'll, I want to at least give a shot to, like Mabinogi Mobile. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, pretty pretty disappointing otherwise. Uh, NCSoft is even worse, as we said. It's all mobile. Uh, a lot of people were saddened to hear that Aeon 2 is going to be you know, mobile only. Mm-hmm. Blade of Soul 2, also mobile only.
1: I am pretty sure when they announced they were working on like a sequel to Aeon, we we put the news up on MOZ.com, I think, like a year ago or so, like six months or a year ago, and they didn't hint, They didn't say back then it was mobile or PC. They just said they were working on Aeon 2. And it, that got a lot of hype, I think, on r or PG and other places. But now that we know that Aeon 2 is for sure mobile, it, it took a, it, it deflated a lot of the balloons here in uh, here in the American market. But like I know for, for Korea though, it's mostly mobile anyway. But it's crazy because they had they had a few big announcements, you know. They have Aeon 2 and Blade and Soul 2, both big sequels, and they're both gonna be mobile only. What I find remarkable though is there's not one Blade and Soul mobile game. There's there is three Blade and Soul games coming out from NC South. Not one, but three. Which is insane. Why would they need three? Blade and Soul mobile games—they look very similar too. It's Blade and Soul 2, Blade and Soul M, and Blade and Soul S. It's just so bizarre. There's three of these games. Well, next year with three more, it'd be A B C D E F G. You know, Blade yeah, and Soul.
0: <laughs> just, just slap some more letters on there, right? Why not? Yeah. Uh, well, what's more sad to me is uh, there was actually no mention of Project TL, the lineage, which is supposed to be the lineage three like re uh, restart, right? That sucks. That's yeah. sad. They didn't even mention it. So uh, yeah. So what's the speculation?
1: Like? Lineage Eternal is a game a lot for hype hyped for, and especially after you know we heard some news about Lost Ark too. You know, both Lineage Eternal and Lost Ark had a lot of hype behind it. So it's sad that we got nothing about uh, Lineage Eternal, also called Project TL now.
0: Yeah. Well, the one good news on the PC front is that Lost Ark finally did release an open beta in Korea, mm-hmm. and we have we have a launch trailer for that here.
1: It looks really cool actually, and there's been a bunch of streamers already showing it off uh, on Twitch and it looks like a really really polished version of a a Moo Legend just a way nicer version of Moo Legend
0: Yeah oh. and uh, mm-hmm. you know how long this game took to make? I know we've been talking about it for a long time here.
1: When was the first announcement, Like back in 20 2016 2015?
0: No way. But, I don't, this game I don't has remember. been in
1: development for 7 years. Oof. Big yikes.
0: 7 years. That's almost, that's longer than uh Star Citizen.
1: <laughs> Not as long as Final Fantasy uh 15 though. That one's been in development forever. But it's crazy how long it takes to make these MMOs. You know, mm-hmm. seven years. And I think you told me how much money it costs to develop as well. This is actually one of the most expensive, like most expensive MMOs to develop
0: out there. So what was what was the total cost on this bad boy? Well, let's see if our good listeners can guess. So guys, type a number in millions that you think this game cost to make. Just to give you a ballpark. Like the most expensive game is like All 200 million. at Star n- Wars: The <laughs> Republic. Nerf so, me hit it. Nerf me hit it. 80- Eighty. Yeah. Over. Over 89 million. So we don't know the exact amount. We just know it's over 89 million. So I'm gonna guess somewhere between 89 and 100.
1: Yeah, probably probably right around the 100 million dollar mark. And we have a list of the games that cost the most money to develop
0: on MMOs.com, and it, it, it's gonna be on that list after it launches for sure. Yep. Yep. And remember, so far they haven't localized it yet. They're gonna spend at least another you know a couple million uh, localizing it in English and Chinese and all these other languages. Mm-hmm. So, so I think let
1: uh, what the lowest on our list is going to be. Most expensive is Star Wars: The Republic, costs 200 million, and the cheapest on our list is uh, APB Reloaded and Titan, which costs about 50 million. So it's 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 right in the middle of that list. Yep. But um... Before we talk too much about this bad boy, there is one mobile game Altai, that I'm actually somewhat excited for. Oh yeah, which and one is it's that? Not, it is not Mabinogi Mobile. It's an NCSoft title, and it's one of the few mobile games I'm really rooting for it to do well, and that's uh that's Lineage 2M, also revealed uh at G- at G Star. And it's going to be cool because Lineage 2M is going to be like Lineage 1M. So Lineage 1M is basically a mobile port of Lineage 1. And it's not trying to be like a mobile game. It's just actually trying to take Lineage 1 on PC and move it to mobile. In Lineage 2M, they said that that was their same goal as well. They were trying to recreate Lineage 2 on mobile. It's the same game on mobile. Not trying to reinvent the game. Not trying to do anything different. And if they do that, if they actually bring Lineage 2, because I think Lineage 2 is a really good game. I mean, it's an old game now. But they launched a classic server for it, and it's, it's it's pretty hype right now in popularity. I mean, we played Lineage Two on private servers back in the day, and I had a lot of fun with this one. This was actually a really good game. If they can bring this on mobile and and not make it mobile garbage, just make it actually just Lineage Two on mobile, it'd be great. And it would really, I think, follow in the same footsteps as RuneScape Mobile, old school RuneScape Mobile, which actually is just RuneScape but on on the phone. They didn't try making a new game; they brought a, an existing successful game on mobile without making it nonsense, pay-to-win garbage. You know, it, it just it just or mobile autoplay nonsense. If they can make Lineage 2 the same way, I'm actually mega hyped for it because this is actually a really good game. I mean, we kind of forget like this is a very ambitious game, and even by today's standards, if you play Lineage 2 on the PC, it's an ambitious game. Why persistent open world? Like so few MMORPGs now have like seamless persistent worlds the way you know Lineage 2 did. You know, and, and open PvP as well. Very few games do that. It's a very ambitious game, and I'm really rooting for it on, on success on mobile. Because if this game does well on mobile, it'll tell developers to stop making garbage autoplay games and make games that are, you know, more
0: PC like on mobile. Actually, yeah, and I'm going I'm to give them a little more credit than that, even. I actually think they're doing, this, they're actually good, they actually said it's going to be a reimagining mm-hmm. rather than a direct port of Lineage 2. So what mm-hmm. I think that's going to mean is a little bit smoother uh, animations and graphics. Because, you yeah. know, Lineage 2 is a very old game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they do remasters or, you know, ports like this i actually don't mind you know updating the graphics i know you know for example warcraft 3 is going to do this with uh with the remaster it's going to be reforged or whatever and it mm-hmm. looks a lot better so i'm not against um oh man my mic is my mic has been lighting up apparently
1: i just I keep my, my my microphone properties open in my other window that way if it ever acts up i can just auto correct it. it's probably because of uh all they probably because of google hangouts just go to google hangouts and go to your settings and just change your mic setting there it's like your speaker so it doesn't adjust okay Google Hangouts probably take advantage of that bad boy.
0: You're but yeah,
1: right. I'm, I'm really excited to play it because it, it looks cool. Like, I really haven't played too many mobile games. Somebody mentioned in the chat, RuneScape is killing it. 150,000 150, concurrent players. So since RuneScape Mobile, old school RuneScape Mobile launched, the player base as a whole has gone up through the roof. It was the most downloaded game on, on, on Android at launch day. It's doing really well on iOS as well. And the player base has just shot up because of that too. So if, if it works on RuneScape, and I think, I think you could make it work on, on mobile for for Lineage 2 as well. And Lineage 1M is actually the most successful... Um, mobile game that, uh, that, that they actually only need two revolutions up there too. But it's one of the most successful games that NCSoft has. So if this works, hopefully we get less garbage games that autoplay themselves and more realistic games. Another reason, another reason I'm really hoping for Old School Runescape to do well is it'll send a signal to developers to stop being game as autoplay games. And I'm actually really hoping that Diablo Immortal game is not autoplay. But knowing that it's made by NetEase, it probably will be autoplay because literally every other game they have is autoplay.
0: I have a so fun just, fact for uh, the Diablo Immortal uh, we I've there... uh, got a little more information from China on what on engine that Easy's using for the game, mm-hmm. and it's the same engine that they're using for Knives Out. Do you remember Knives Out? Oh yeah, the the Battle Royale game. Yeah. So uh, Diablo Immortal is being built on the same engine as the knockout knock off PUBG. Whoa, mobile whoa,
1: game. whoa! Knives Out is an r- original idea. All right. They they were working on that before PUBG was even announced. Clearly. All right. It was a uh-huh, coincidence uh-huh. that it happened to be the exact same game. And it's a coincidence that bandages can only heal you up to 70%. Alright. They just they both designed that completely independently, alright, Don't you dare lob accusations against those god honest Chinese businessmen, alright? I mean, look at this, guys. This is this is
0: the engine, boys.
1: This is gonna power uh Diablo Diablo Immortal.
0: I still think it's a shame that um uh, Blizzard is partnering with such a sloppy, uh shameless uh, studio like netties for this uh the cuban at mia says a mobile equal investor strategy no real mo
1: gamer plays on mobile like honestly most of us don't obviously uh cuban i'll uh, i you know we, we try, i think i tried downloading a new mobile uh, rpg recently and tried playing it but it's just literally autoplay nonsense so he kind of gave up on it too so you know even though we don't like these games a lot there, there is clearly something here you know that people play these games i mean they wouldn't be making um like mobile diablo if nobody's going to play it, right or any of these games in korea or, or china would not be doing so well if nobody played it and people are playing these games it's just i think the most hardcore players probably are not going to play it and the most hardcore i guess um the fans that went to you know a lot of fans that went to blizzcon the most hardcore players they're probably not too interested in it
0: but outside of, like the really hardcore top five percent i think it's an appeal to a lot of people i remember when diablo came out diablo and i started this franchise with diablo one do you remember yeah. yeah of course and do you remember when diablo one came out uh, there was a huge controversy with, like, the pentagram and, like, its demon worship. The you know. Demonic symbol. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So part of the sell, the pitch for Diablo, right, the aesthetic, the setting, the dark, you know, like, uh, occult setting, right? Mm-hmm. Now, and we saw them kind of continue that with Diablo 2, right? You had and Remember mm-hmm. the, the Act 1 boss had the titties out? Oh, and, and Dario had titties out. I remember yeah. that.
1: That was so weird because, like, yeah, you got to the boss – and it's like the first time, in like a video game, I've seen titties. I
0: saw titties in Diablo 2. That was hot as fuck. Even though she was like kind of nasty, but oof, we saw titties in the game. It was great. Yeah, and here's the game. so here's the thing, though. Here's what I'm trying to say. They kept true with Diablo two, and that's why it was a great game. Everyone loves it today. Then Diablo three was the first step. It kind of looked more Looney to more 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 Disney, right? It was a little bit brighter. It wasn't quite as gritty. You know, the blood wasn't really there. It, it was just like an action game, right? Um, but whatever. Still Diablo. Now, with the problem I have with Diablo Immortal, too, is Blizzard is selling their soul. And it's ironic that the game is all about, like, good and evil and souls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Blizzard is selling their soul. They're they're watering it down so much. Remember, by outsourcing it to Netties for the Chinese market, it has to comply by Chinese rules. Chinese rules say no blood, no skeletons, right? How can you have a Diablo game, right, that, that Skeletons or blood. Good point. Yeah, like, it's totally removing uh, what made Diablo Diablo. Yeah, it's not even M-rated. I I think it's true. I think Diablo 3 was watered down to make it more accessible for consoles. It's just a shame that the artistic element, the the quality element uh, that Blizzard stood for is kind of being diluted by themselves. Uh, It's a shame. But that that that's what happens when a studio gets so big and successful, you know. Like
1: they, they, it's almost like they're following the natural course of things, right? So I, I don't think it should become as a shock, right? I, I obviously, I mean, when a company gets bigger and bigger, they want to make more money, they want to go to a bigger and bigger audience, you know. This is like the natural evolution of things, more so than anything else. Um, I mean, Diablo three sold more than Diablo two, didn't it?
0: Okay, but here's the thing. I don't think okay. So here, look, this is Diablo three now doesn't it look more Looney Tunes than one and two did? And and more going to look even more Looney Tunes. I don't know if Looney Tunes is right, but it's definitely brighter, I guess. It's Looney Tunes. Anyway, my point is, no t- oh, are there titties in Diablo Three? No. Oof, the Tunes Cuban guy. Five bucks. You guys rock. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Man, we, haven't, it you. we haven't got a donation in a while. It's usually subscriptions, which are also That's good. That's true. That's yeah. true. Much love, the Cuban guy. Um. Okay, I'm not against uh. Let's call it like a off. like Hearthstone mm-hmm. is obviously cartoony, right? Goofy. Whereas World of Warcraft's about war and gritty and you know, but they meant they they did the balance well, right? By making one a spin-off. right? Whereas the, mm. Diablo Immortal doesn't feel like a spin off like not be like a Diablo card game that's goofy, whatever. I don't care, right? But I just don't like the fact that it's a mainline Diablo game.
1: It definitely doesn't feel like a Diablo game, like you said, but uh, it's it's an evolution of things because they're gonna make more money off it, and I do think there's a lot of people gonna play this uh misawa stream thank you for that subscription much love much love fam i do think it's gonna do really well though people i think a lot of people are attacking the game for being like not going to do well but i think it'll be it'll be it'll be a commercial success and it just it's just so weird because mobile games have completely taken over asia already like in south korea like you know at the biggest gaming convention in south korea everything is mobile there's so few pc games being shown off i mean fortunately for us here in the west you know, PC games and console games are still like a real thing, right? They don't play console games in Korea, right? If you're, if you're, if you're a gamer in South Korea, you know, what you look forward to next year is basically whatever you see at G-Star. Nobody plays console games in Korea. They do in Japan, but not Korea. So you can look forward to entirely mobile gaming as your lineup if you're a gamer in South Korea. Yeah, so you can still hold on to like a few of the. There's a few big PC games still, you know, in the West that are popular there. But it's, it's really that's about it. You know, mobile games look forward to. We still have a lot of console games here in the West, at least. But the future looks very, very mobile driven.
0: Right, we should give one shout out to the one major uh, MMORPG game coming out of Nexon, Estelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's an Unreal Three game. <laughs> no, what are they thinking? To be another. Well, blessed it's been monsters. in development for many years, so I guess they 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 decided on it a long time ago. And here's some gameplay. Uh, you know, it you know, it doesn't look it too. Looks it looks like pretty. Yeah. A generic experience, right? Yeah, we'll see how it goes.
1: I've heard good things. No. You know, you, you know this kind of ties to this. Again, uh, I was reading some comments from previous um, news recaps. I think a lot of people left comments on the last news recap. Oh, my God, mobile games, you know, like fucking mobile games are ruining the world. MMOs are dead, MMOs are dead, right? It's, again, we talked about this in the previous in podcast in the past, but it's worth mentioning again now because how much we're talking about mobile games. But a lot of people say, like, MMOs are dead on the PC, right? But I, I still think it's fundamentally not true. I mean, we mentioned about player-based numbers in the past. But if you look at, um, I, I look at some, some old-school RuneScape, it peaked at, I think, 125,000 players, you know, uh, uh, right now. And if you look at, like, old-school games like EverQuest, remember we mentioned it before, but the game peaked at 118,000 players. EverQuest 1, considered, like, the most popular MMORPG back in 2004, it peaked at 118,000 players, and it only went downhill from there. I mean, back then, you had you, had, you had EverQuest, you had World of Warcraft came out in 2004, you had Dark Age of Camelot, and Ultima Online. There's, like, four big games that everybody played back then. If you were an MMO gamer, you played one of those. EverQuest was one of the biggest. So... If the biggest game back in the day only had 118,000 players, you know the market was pretty small. I think the market today is a lot bigger than people think. Again, it's just very much diffused. I mean, just like spread those numbers. Give you some more uh, numbers today. You know, old school RuneScape is 125,000 players, more than EverQuest ever had. Consider again one of the biggest MRPs of all time. You know, if you look at um, Warframe, for example, on Steam only, just this last week because Fortuna launched, right, the latest expansion to RuneScape uh, to, uh, to Warframe, for- Fortuna on Steam alone had 130,000 peak concurrent players. And at, at least on a 70k off Steam probably, or 50k at least, 200k players. Path of Exile earlier this year had 95,000 peak players, and after the the, the latest expansion launches for uh, Path of Exile, that'll probably be over 100k. You know, and remember this is on Steam only. This is not counting the players off Steam. ESO has 30,000 concurrent players peak earlier this year, and again, ESO is not all on PC either. In fact, if we look at, the, they've, they've they've publicly said they have a third of players on on PC, a third of players on on Xbox, and a third of players on you know. On, on PS4. So the game has over 90,000 players, not counting pcs users off Steam. At least 100k players. So these are just a handful of games. Maple Story 2 had 42,000 peak on Steam, and probably over 100k if you count the players off Steam. These are just games, relatively newer games this year, that are bigger than the biggest MMORPG of all time in the good old days of 2004, 2005, 2003. And you know, it's crazy I think that people still say MMORPGs are dead. You know, these numbers don't say the games are dead at all. I mean, we just have so many more games, and our player base is divided by so many more games today than ever before. But uh, it just – it's the wrong word. I don't think people should be calling MMOs dead because the numbers clearly say otherwise. MMOs are clearly not dead. Just look at the player base numbers on Steam alone.
0: These numbers are astronomical compared to, me, to the numbers we had before. This shows me the power of uh, a word I love called the zeitgeist, okay? Mm-hmm. And when something is off-trend, right, if it's off the zeitgeist, it's dead, right? If you're not – it's a theory. If you're not moving forward, you know, you're going backwards, so people the win right now is behind the sales of um, battle royale games like you know even so Fortnite probably still the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years ago it was like League. The league had the sales, win behind its sales. And uh, it was Ascendant. You know, it was on the news, It mm-hmm. was all these big stadiums filling up. And when that when that uh, focus of the of the masses like it shifts uh, everything that gets left in the wake is just dead. <laughs> dead I mean, in people quotes. People say
1: League of Legends is dead too, in quotes, right? But League of Legends, you know, yes, the numbers are down 20% year over year, but 20% from the biggest like PC game, you know, it's still pretty pretty up there, you know. So it's just weird to call it dead. I mean. I, like you said, I guess they don't have the zeitgeist anymore, and I think people see the writing on the wall that it's, yeah. it's going to be difficult for PC and modes to compete against mobile. I think that's that's 100% true. I mean, for sure, mobile games are, are probably already bigger than PC. You know, PC, I think mobile games are big, bigger than PC gaming today, right? Yes. So that, 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 that's an objective fact that mobile games are big and, and, and getting a lot bigger, and they're going to be eating away market share, right? But I think and more PDs are bigger today in the last like three or four years than literally any other time in history. At no point was the mobile market bigger than it is, today that we're living in it I do think five years down the road that will not be the case I think I think mobile will eat into PC quite a bit you know I think a lot of people that you know hate mobile games they're gonna they're gonna fold and start playing mobile games a lot of them obviously not the most hardcore but the ones on the fence they're gonna start playing more and more mobile games We'll have less choice as well obviously again g star shows basically we have three day have like three new PC games launching in, in, in Korea more than three three from from uh, Nexon a few from whatnot right but it shows the future for these games is clearly on the mobile. And if in ten years from now when we get less and less new releases, eventually they'll all be mobile, and then obviously it'll be more and more mobile then, and PC will, you know, PC MMOs will truly be dying then. We're not quite there yet. I think we should still enjoy the fact that we're probably still operating the like the, the biggest you no know, MMO market ever.
0: Ever the optimist, huh? All right, I, I I like to think so, yeah. All right, so we had a lot of earnings this uh this week. Anything interesting or worth going over? Yeah, yeah, there's 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 a bunch of them. I, think I thought a lot of them were pretty interesting. Uh, let me think.
1: Uh, blizzard reported their numbers actually it's worth for blizzard's worth mentioning because it was it was in the news recently i think everyone uh who was you know who really hated diablo immortal can kind of uh i guess s- smile smugly because once they announced diablo immortal over the weekend like that monday right after diablo immortal was announced blizzard's stock went down like seven percent seven percent for like a 60 billion dollar company they, they lost like four billion dollars in market valuation because of the outlash literally player outrage caused blizzard's the company to lose seven, like four billion dollars in valuation, just from players being uh, really mad about uh, Diablo Immortal, and it was a double whammy because later that week they announced their Q3 2018 earnings, and that showed uh, the numbers were slowing down. They, they, their revenue is down 10% year over year. So Blizzard, for all its successes, has less revenue this year than last year, and that's with Battle for Azeroth release. So which is pretty crazy. They went down another like five percent. So they, collectively, I think Blizzard lost like 10 billion dollars in value that week. So they had a pretty, pretty bad week. Because of that. And more interestingly, Blizzard always kind of shows you, if you can show on the stream, the, the breakdown between King, uh, Activision, and uh Oh,
0: yeah, Blizzard. yeah I like this too.
1: It, it, it's remarkable just how much money, like, you can see how much money each division actually makes, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, so, so, go ahead. Yeah, look at the player. Hey, you showed it.
0: Yeah, so here we have it. Uh, I'm going to look at the op- operating income. So, mm-hmm. Activision brought in $112 million for them, Blizzard, 189 and King, 184 So, Blizzard was King. I mean Blizzard was ahead of King <laughs> this mm-hmm. this time but uh I suspect King is going to keep is going to take the lead again soon.
1: Yeah, it's worth mentioning that, that, I mean the reason Blizzard came out so far ahead is because of Battle for Azeroth launched that last quarter, right? Mm-hmm. And they sold the most ever single day unit sales in franchise history. So World of Warcraft sold more copies day one like this last quarter than ever before this expansion. It's only over 3 million copies or something, right? So that, that really boosts Blizzard's numbers this quarter. Normally, uh, King actually, I think, earns more on average than, uh, than Blizzard does. So King is probably the most valuable of the three divisions for, for Activision Blizzard. It's a continually just churning out money. I find it remarkable that... I, I, honestly, I don't understand how King makes so much money. I mean, Candy Crush is, I guess, a well-designed game. It's simple, right? But I, I just don't understand how they can keep making so much money off this one game. I mean, if you played... I, I played Candy Crush before. It's like Just try it out. I played for like an hour. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this, right? Then they released Candy Crush Soda Saga. Which is literally the same thing, but it was skinned with like, ooh yeah, soda or something when you're playing her. It's really weird. It's the same game, but like, just different colors. And they really like, four other games that are all the exact same reskins. I, I don't understand how they like, keep making more money making more reskins well, of the same game.
0: A month ago, a new one came out. It's called Candy Crush Friends, guys. Here's a trailer for it. How exciting is this?
1: Look, mm-hmm. A surprise for our player! Let's go see what's in it. Easy now, Tiffy. First, we have to help the player get there. Are you ready? Get in. Good to go. Tiffy. Future of gaming. Nice. Ooh, spicy.
0: Sir, yes sir, Mr. Toffee, sir. Misty. I'm the readiest. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Candy Crush movie coming soon. Uh, it could happen. Ooh. We're here at the Candy Crush game Damn. show. what does spiel with this all How is it any different than regular it's Candy It's the same Star? game. Really? Yep. So, it's another reskin version of Candy Star, Yep. and they, they just gave it a different name, and more people are playing it. I, yep. I, I don't get it. So, it, it's remarkable. I mean, this is why, like, from Blizzard's perspective, like, why should they make a Diablo 4 or more Diablo 3 DLC or a new Diablo expansion when they can make a mobile game that just mints money? The numbers are, are, are astronomical.
0: They've I mean, literally been reselling Bejeweled for years.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you look at the it, it, the numbers are absolutely insane for some of these mobile games. I think we looked at um I think I mentioned before that like Fate Grand Order has made more money in the last like two years than every single Metal Gear Solid game combined, like franchise wide, since like the first one came out in nineteen eighties, nineteen ninety something. So in, in like two years, Fake Grand Order makes more money than every single Metal Gear Solid game combined. Ever. Which is insane, and and that's the reason we're gonna get more and more mobile games instead of you know traditional full budget buy to play games.
0: Uh, all right. Any any other uh, takeaways from the earnings? I know NCSoft had one. Their their it's, mobile yeah, games it, are down a lot, but still bigger than all their PC games combined. Yeah, it's worth it, 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 looking. Let, let, let's
1: skip through that one real quick too.
0: The yeah,
1: basically still NCSoft makes more money off their mobile games than every other PC game combined, which is remarkable because you know. Their PC games have been their bread and butter for such a long time. I mean, they really, mobile gaming really only took off in like the last, like, five years or so, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure Antisoft didn't even have a mobile games category on their earnings report until just, like, a year and a half ago. So this, this is a new category for them. And instead being a new category, mobile games already are bigger than everything else they've ever worked on. So it, it's remarkable, like, everything the company has worked on for, like, the last, like, 20 years got overshadowed in the last two years by this whole new genre. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a good point. You know, this is very new for them, and it's just making so much more so how can you if you're one of these executives it's very hard to justify a new pc game when there's so much more money to be made on the mobile side and here's the thing that
1: really uh, really nags me to a degree like i want uh, i know um jim Sterling put out a new video about call of duty's uh microtransactions right and here's what really grinds my gears again we mentioned this before but the fact that pc gamers are so quickly so quick to outrage against microtransactions is the reason we're getting more mobile games Players that just hate microtransactions on the PC and they cry about it, they're going to push more developers to make more mobile games because mobile gamers don't give a shit, right? Mobile gamers love being abused and love those, those pay-to-win microtransactions. and They don't complain. It's a norm on mobile, right? And because of all the complaints, it really makes PC gaming more difficult to monetize. I don't want to seem like I'm you know I'm sympathizing with the big corporations, right? No, I, I want more PC games, right? I want to play more PC games, and I honestly don't mind if they have microtransactions in them because I'd rather play a PC game like Call of Duty with microtransactions, like Overwatch with microtransactions, then literally just not have that option, which is the future, I think. Because so many people are bitching about microtransactions on PC games, that the future will be no PC games, and everything will go towards the mobile. And, and it's going to be our fault for bitching about it all the time. I'd rather Blizzard make money off responsible microtransactions than play any mobile game. Because that's the future, and all we all, all we will have left is mobile games if we just bitch and moan. And if people like Jim Sterling bitch and moan about everything, we're going to be left with nothing. Only mobile games. And, and he, Jim Sterling will be partly to blame from all the all the bitching he's done about it. I, I, I like Jim Sterling, but I vehemently
0: disagree with everything he said about mo, with microtransactions. That's a good point. And, and Overwatch, and also, some so generous. Like like Overwatch, literally no. Like, like I don't care about uh, cosmetics, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't care about my skins in Overwatch. When I played Overwatch, I didn't. Care, I just played, right? Mm-hmm. I I would shoved the dildo up my ass before I spent a dollar in Overwatch. Right? Because it doesn't do anything for you, those cosmetics. Yeah. So it didn't it didn't affect my gameplay at all. Oh, you'd rather yeah. shove a dildo up your ass than spend so a to... dollar in Overwatch. Really? In, in the, yeah, the bio-loop box. <laughs> okay. I'd have more self-respect for myself if I shoved a dildo up my ass than I would if I spent microtransaction on a cosmetic. In, Why? In... Who cares? I don't see a problem. Like, also... Well, I there's I, 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 no I, problem. Some people enjoy shoving dildos up their ass. There's no yeah, problem. Sure. I'm not saying there's, there's a problem. no problem with it. Yeah, it's I, I agree. Yeah, it's a personal choice.
1: Yeah, sure. Personal choice. Yeah. Also, for the record, I, I don't think this is, you know. If you spend money on a mobile game, God bless your heart. Good for you, right? That's fine. I, I, I don't mean to tactical that spend money on mobile games. Spend money where you find the most enjoyment, the most fun, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I just hate that this mentality exists for PC gamers. That like, if you spend money on mobile, uh, if you don't support PC games if they have microtransactions, that mentality is going to literally be the death of PC gaming because these games won't be monetizable, and it's going to lead to more uh, mobile games. That that's the reality.
0: Yeah. like yeah, – I even I, I I have no reason to insult Overwatch's uh, monetization mm-hmm. in their loot boxes, and I think and if you yeah like yeah. you said if you're not okay with that uh, I think you're just hurting like you're not offering an alternative like there's no there's no reason to hate on that. Well, the, the alternative these people offer and Jim Sterling will offer is just the
1: games back then didn't have it, you know. I should be able to get the full game, you know, the way I got back then is the all is what they say. But the reality is the alternative is they're gonna make mobile games. They, you yeah. know, it's one or the other, you know? And we've already seen it in Korea. They, there are no new PC games coming out in South Korea for the most part, yes, it's a generality, but the biggest gaming convention in South Korea, G-Star, is showing, like the, big, the biggest game company in South Korea, I think is, is, is Nexon, and they're showing off three PC games and like 20 mobile games. And NCSoft is showing off zero. They're showing entirely mobile games. They, they, there's nothing left. And we're gonna see the same future, the same dystopian future in America, if we just don't let them monetize. I mean, the outrage against, uh, like Jim Sterling's outrage against Call of Duty. It, it, and it, no matter how bad microtransactions are on PC, it, it never comes close to mobile games. Like at no point is there, there's no Western developed PC game with microtransactions. I don't care about even Battle, the, the EA battlefront game that got skewered, right? Even that game is, is, is God tier fair compared to the mobile shit we've seen. They're, they're on a different scale about fairness and balance and, you know, like honesty. Like any Western loot box is going to be infinitely just more fair than anything Chinese or
0: Korean. Especially on mobile as well. I think I think in a way, people who complain about the Overwatch stuff, they are just trying to buy time. I think they know it's inevitable, right? It but doesn't it, have to be inevitable.
1: I, I don't think it has to be inevitable. I, I, think, I think it think does.
0: The, just, Overwatch no, makes a ton of money. No, I think it is. You know why? I think st- games like Star Citizen have shown that PC gamers, or at least a large subsection of them, are no different than mobile gamers. That there is no limit to what they will pay if you dangle the right pixels in front of their face. So, I can see in a few, let's say 10 years from now, an Overwatch game with golden bullets, with, you know, flying jetpacks that last longer if you pay, with, you know, cosmetics everywhere, with characters that cost, like, a $1,000, like a hero that costs $1,000 to unlock. Why not? Star so Citizen's doing it. If, here's the thing, too. I, I think
1: there's room to monetize for, for PC games in a completely fair way that hasn't been done yet. That I, I don't know why companies are like, I mean, Again, they're afraid to push the boundary here because people are going to bitch about it, right? Remember that hundred dollar loot box in Rift? People got so mad about that. Like, I read like, who gives a shit? There was a hundred dollar loot box, and it gives you a chance to win one of five different like special mounts you can only get from that loot box. Like, who cares? They're not selling you power. They're literally selling you a cosmetic. They're selling you a mount. You know, it's the same mount you get elsewhere, basically. Just it looks different. Like that seems like the the best way to monetize. You know, they're not selling any power. It's purely cosmetic and it's optional. What the hell? Don't buy it if you don't want it, and let the whales buy it if, and support your game. You know, it, it, I mean. By the way, Rift is not a good example of like a, of a fair game, right? But but this aspect of Rift with the hundred dollar loot box, which again, Jim Sterling specifically made a video about skewering the hundred dollar loot box, like this seems like what the hell? Like who cares? They're, they're literally selling cosmetics for hundred bucks.
0: If some schmuck wants to buy, it's I mean, for them. I think their worry is once they sell cosmetics, they're not going to stop there. Which I mean, I, to be honest, I think I think it's right. I think they're right. Like I say, Overwatch too mm-hmm. might sell characters, like DLC. Then Overwatch three might just have gotchas with characters, right? Like this is a progression you're gonna see. But the
1: progression is we're gonna, there won't be an Overwatch three or two ever because we're gonna go right to mobile if we keep, uh, you know, fighting this. And I don't think Blizzard's already made a lot of money in Overwatch. I think they're gonna keep making good money on it with more cosmetics. They've already said they're not gonna charge any money for characters, so it would be a pretty crazy like 180. They basically just, just, just lie about that now.
0: Well, I mean, they're gonna still gonna squeeze it as much as they can. But then they eventually mm. they're gonna make if they want Overwatch to be a franchise like. Like Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, they're gonna yeah. have to have to make spin-off games, you know, whatever whatever form they take. And, and what about those?
1: Don't Mobile sell characters already? Yeah, League of Legends sells characters already. And you can unlock you can unlock League of Legends characters in game
0: or you pay money for them. Well, that's a good that's a good point. That's what I'm saying. So PC already has the on you know, paying for you know, characters and stuff. So it's not new But League of Legends and like
1: any PC game again, the microtransactions are nowhere near on the same scale as mobile gaming. Which is why I'd rather let them do it on PC. Okay, the PC go, you know. PC players are naturally more, I guess, uh, more hesitant to spend money or maybe more, like, prone to outrage that maybe they can't, like, push the envelope that far the way they have on mobile. But if we outrage, like, crazy and, and give them no chance to make money, we're just dooming
0: ourselves, I think. Maybe. But it did work with uh, Battlefield, the Star, the Star mm-hmm. Wars one, right? Yeah. They, they kind of ratcheted it back. And I think Battlefield Five, which is coming out, like, now-ish, mm-hmm. is, is going to have only cosmetics, Um uh... I, I, I would actually say League of Legends is way worse in terms of monetization than Overwatch or any of those other games because you, you have to pay for uh, unlocking the heroes. Yes, I, I, but, but
1: uh, yes, but it's still nowhere near as bad as mobile games. Sure. it's It's just yeah. It, it's, if you want to play at a fair competitive level, you, you do have to have access to more characters. In. You either have to play the game for like 10 hours to unlock a character or just pay money or have banked enough money from before playing 10 hours a day to be able to buy the new characters. Which is definitely feels kind of sketch, but I've been playing League as a free to play user and it's never bothered me because I only play one hero. But you can always specialize in a handful of heroes. You don't have to play the new you know, all the new heroes. As so right. we mentioned uh you know, um in our chat, just for smiles, he bought a thirty dollar Harley Quinn skin for PUBG, which actually costs more than the game. I think Canaris mentioned that there's some of those limited time Harley Quinn skins in PUBG. And I asked myself, Harley Quinn, from that Suicide Squad movie, like people are still like talking about that? Like it, it's a Suicide Squad promotion. And that movie's been like it's been it's it's not it has been in theaters for a long time. It's such a weird time to do a promotion with them, right?
0: Maybe they're working on another one. These these movies Ooh. never end.
1: That's true. That's <laughs> true. I'm pretty sure it didn't do very well though. I don't know. Uh it's still just every PC game I've seen that does microtransactions like besides a few obscure Chinese games which just don't do very well, uh they've been doing it much fairer. and I I just don't want to lose out on PC games. Oh, I don't want everything to go to mobile.
0: There's a TV show and... going
1: out. TV show for what? Oh, oh, for Suicide Squad? I guess so, yeah. Cool. I mean, the only other, also the only other interesting thing we saw this week in earnings was I think from, from Nexon, mm-hmm. which they made a pretty interesting announcement that uh, we, we got update number, we got updated figure on Dungeon Fighter Online. So again, for those that don't know, Dungeon Fighter Online is actually the most successful MMORPG in the world. That game is minting money. They made over 10 billion dollars in lifetime revenue since they launched in 2005 and the the CEO of Nexon Owen Mahoney he likes to make uh, this reference that's to show how big Dungeon Fighter Online is he looks if you look at the the total box office sales of every single Star Wars movie ever since 1977 when uh uh the first one came out that's just, you know uh, episode but six, episode
0: 16
1: was the first one episode, yeah uh, episode 16 episode six, 4 uh 4 with four. the four. 4 4, four <laughs> came out uh, yeah i'm i'm derping the, they made about $8.5 in lifetime sales. And that goes up to the, the Han Solo movie and, and all the spin off movies, like up until today, in box office sales, like $8.5 or so. So, Dungeon Fighter Online has made more money than all the Star Wars movies combined. And box it office. actually out earns World of yeah. And there's the box office sales. We're not counting DVDs. We're not counting, uh, you know, like, like plushies and stuff, just movie theater, movie ticket sales. But that's still really impressive. It actually makes more money than World of Warcraft. And what's crazy yeah. is World of Warcraft is off its peak, right? World of Warcraft. Peaked years ago in terms of subscribers, right? It's still huge and the biggest game in the West. But Dungeon Fighter Online is at all-time highs in popularity. Dungeon Fighter Online has more players and makes more money today than ever before. It's up to over 10% year over year. So DFO is still like growing leaps and bounds because of the success in China and Korea. Whereas WoW has been kind of like stagnating and bump, you know, bounces with every big expansion, but never touched their old peak. So World of Warcraft, so, so Dungeon Fighter Online is huge and crazy big. And they actually mentioned that MapleStory 1 in South Korea is up 100% year over year as well. They've launched a big update for the game. And it in South Korea, MapleStory 1, despite like looking like a, like a kid's game, which it kind of is a kid's game, right? It, it's still it's still a huge success, and it still brings in constant revenue, and has a huge player base. So these are like such iconic franchises. I mean, we'll see if MapleStory 2 can ever live up to that hype. I mean, it's going to be very difficult to be an iconic game like MapleStory 1 or a DFO, but you
0: know, we'll see. Uh, Youngfly asks, is it too late to get into WoW? Uh, I don't think not. so. I think Definitely WoW not. is very generous in that when you buy the latest expansion, you basically start at the, you know, like 10 levels below the max. So you start mm-hmm. level 110, uh, and mm-hmm. you don't have to pay extra for that the way you do in like Final Fantasy. So it's never too late with WoW because they give you free catch-up levels.
1: Never mentioned, i never met a single person that plays DFO. I, I met a couple, actually. And, yeah, the game isn't very big in America compared to South Korea and China. I mean, it, it, it's bread and butter is a Chinese market, right? It makes all this money over there. But it's actually not a bad game. Even, like, it's a South Korean-developed game. And it's actually – it was one of the earlier – like, this model that that they use, right? It's instance dungeon persistent hub model where, you know, basically you have these hub towns. And from the hub towns, you can interact with other players, trade items, craft, do all that jazz, right? And get the quests, and you go into these instance dungeons they're almost like linear progression beat level 1 level 2 level 3 level 4 and so forth right that model we've seen used in closers we've seen used in critica soul worker there's been like you know, a, a dragon nest vindictus that model's been used forever i think the one the next time was one of the early pioneers of that model and it's worked really well for them i mean dfo was one of the first ones doing it and it, it, it's one of the best games like that too it's got this really cool old arcadey feel to it which i really like it reminds me of those arcade side scrolling beat em ups so the graphics really appeal to me but uh, I tried playing it couldn't get into it too much but uh,
0: I like our style a lot and uh, one good thing I should mention about the uh, fighter is they actually have an event going on I hope it's still going but uh, basically they gave you a free max level character it's awesome yeah right uh, from the get go boom you check the website I believe you. St- it's still going but uh, it could have ended recently it's progression
1: of those games too is you basically want to get like, the best possible gear as well you know, there's a lot of gear progression in that too Which keeps players coming back and trying to get the best upgrades
0: I want to show you one more screenshot here for uh, from from Nexon's earnings. Or, mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> old, yeah. just just Good jump one. on the, hate, you know, just to pile on here, our previous point with the mobile here. All right, so this is their earnings in each region, right? Mm-hmm. Nexon's. Japan. The blue here is mobile, and the green is PC. So as you can see in Japan, most of the money comes from mobile. Let's move on to North America. Also, the majority is mobile, no surprise, and Europe also. Mobile.
1: Whew. That's a lot of mobile game revenue, boys. <laughs> that's a lot of mobile game revenue. And
0: when I, mean, I think America, of Nexon, they, they
1: bought a big company, a big mobile company too, that's fine.
0: Right. But e okay, fine. But even if you look at previous uh yeah, reports you know, quarters, yeah. When I think of Nexon, I don't really think of any mobile games. I know they have like dominations or something. Like what is off the top of your head, what are Nexon's mobile games in in America? Heroes are credible tales and nobody
1: plays it. There's also that dominations game, which they bought. And that's really all I can think of. I mean, I, I, I guess they, they must have some other ones, clearly, right? I mean, story I'm just launched too.
0: Yeah, MapleStory is there. Uh, they have Darkness Rising, Evil Factory, Dynasty Warriors Unleashed, Master of Eternity, RTK: The Legend oh, of yeah, Cow. We Master of
1: Eternity. That is that game. The, the, the initials are MoE. They were, they were really trying to appeal to the Weeb crowd by making the initials MoE. Let's go play some MoE online, boys.
0: I, I haven't even heard of some of these games.
1: Master Return Turn looks kind of nice. It just looks like an anime game. Never so got, played it though, but
0: Power Rangers All Stars is a next. Are, are these out in America? Yeah.
1: I never. I, I didn't know. Today I learned. You know,
0: this is where Nexon makes most of their money. When I think
1: Nexon, I'm thinking Maple Story one. I'm thinking uh, like Maple Story two now. And I'm thinking like DFO. That's it. Those are my. That and Vindicus. These are the games that come to mind when I think uh, Nexon. But apparently these are. That's the minority of their games.
0: Yeah, let's, let's see what this game looks like, guys. Power, yeah, Rangers, it's some Power Rangers gameplay,
1: boys. Some Nexon Power Ranger game.
0: Let's look at this guy. What's going, on? What's going on? All right, here we go, guys. This is a Nexon game right here. What's going on? Let's let's where's the gameplay? Let's start the game.
1: Is it going to be like a Power Rangers, like, gacha game? I have no idea. Is this a MOBA? It looks kind of like a MOBA. Let's see.
0: Uh, it looks, I mean, it's art's kind of cool.
1: cool. Or is, like, is it gameplay or is it just like the, the, this whole 15-minute video is like just some menus? No, we got some gameplay now. So What's going on here? Gameplay in a mobile game, LOL. I don't know what's going on here. I can't really tell. Well, apparently this game is making oh, – Dude, I hate the, 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 the one, two, three-star system when you beat a level. That reminds me – that's like Candy Crush here and I hate it. <laughs> if you beat a level, it gives you one, three stars – I'm just taking Candy Crush. Get me out of there, boys. I hate that.
0: All right, well, All right. so let's go back to the... All right, so here it is. These are the stats. Mobile for mm-hmm. Nexon is also a thing. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. All right, I want to show you a, a useless statistic,
1: Altai, all right? I saw this earlier. Final Fantasy uh, 14 released their five-year anniversary trailer, and it's a bunch of content creators just saying how much they love the game, right? It's a circle jerk of Final Fantasy 14. right? And they showed in this video, Altai, so we can link this to you. Let me look at you on Slack. Well, Discord. I'll link it to you on Discord. So what what they did was uh where's my Discord hiding at? The, I hate when games show us these are usually found in like uh infographics. Yep. So just look at the statistic. It's the most useless thing ever. It's so pointless to compare to these two numbers. Wow. So nine number of unique characters who have defeated Bahamut. And at six times the number of finishers of the New York Marathon. Like what? <laughs> How are these these two numbers have no meaning with each other? They could
0: have just easily said that's six times as large as my favorite number, and it'd be equally as useful. You know what's amazing? Like, what? Whoever made this, right? I bet he's into marathons, or and he was at the New York Marathon because nobody Maybe. nobody else has any frame of reference for that number.
1: Yeah, it's so useless. Uh, they could compare it to like anything else, but, like also why that number? Unique number of characters defeated Bahamut. Like who cares? That's like, <laughs> and it's does say like, like, Bahamut like uh, the ultimate coil of Bahamut or like some savage. Con- this is like some some regular nonsense content. Like what? This is that's really... such a useless figure. Why do they show me like number of unique players that are concurrent at once is equal to the number of people that like, fill up a stadium? You know, like, that's a cooler figure. Like, that's useful, right? This number tells me nothing. Half those players that killed Bahamut could have quit by now. <laughs> maybe more. Maybe eighty percent those who quit by. Now. Who, who knows? This is the most useless. Meta- Both figures are useless to anyone reading at <laughs> this. I like the I, I like stream. It's a thousand times the amount of people that survived the Boston Bahamut.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. It, it, it seems like it's such a useless useless figure. This is a really bizarre number. I
1: agree. And I see a lot of uh, like a lot of game companies that do infographics always put figures like this in their articles and it's so pointless and it, just, it makes me cringe
0: i got a fun story No, let's hear it i'm sure i don't know if you guys heard about this so this guy who has like uh, a youtube channel a gaming youtube channel where he mostly uploads gameplay clips with no commentary it's just straight gameplay okay he put a video of him punching a female npc in red dead redemption 2 okay, okay. and then like don't just, just beating up this npc and his whole account got banned for that. What? He's got, this he guy has way. like hundreds of, few, of videos.
1: No, there's no way. So he 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 made a video of punching a female NPC in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. With no commentary. Yes. And that guy's account banned.
0: Have you seen um the video, Omar?
1: No, I haven't. Can, can you okay, show this is it? Okay, we're
0: going to we're oh, going we'll uh, uh, to we'll, we'll play we're going to uh I'm going to play. We'll play. We're the we're the Resistance, right? We're the Freedom Resistance. Let's show it. There, what happened, though, is um, there was so much backlash against YouTube that they had to reinstate it, right? But good, good. Only because there's outlash. If there was no you know, lashback, he'd stay banned. Yeah, that, that's fucked up. Though.
1: The only recourse you have in these situations, if you can muster up a shitstorm on the internet, if you can't get backlash or people to support you, you just banned. You have no voice. You know, you, YouTube has no like, system to contact them about fixing these things. Like, you, you can't contact YouTube. You can't contact Google either. So it's really fucked up that you can lose your entire channel over
0: literally doing nothing wrong. Okay, this is my favorite one. I want to one. see the video. I so want, to, just, see I want okay. to see it. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to play the whole, Three minutes, we're going to play this video. Right? So let's go. On okay. an American. Come on, people. Let me vote. It's a national disgrace. You think you're better than me? You know, it's terribly important. What is Voting? Yes, terribly. Once women get the vote... The whole country will stop making such a pig's ear of everything. There'll be no more wars, no hunger, no stupidity. We'll elect a woman president within the first 10 years, of course. You see, men are such judgmental prigs. You need us women to help straighten you out. Okay? With us helping. I'm not saying there won't be trouble. I just think... We'll do a better job of things. I hope you're right. Good luck. Alright, here's where the fun begins.
1: <whistles> you I'll stand here until
0: I... I like and that. I have to.
1: I don't care. I want
0: to vote. I am a citizen. Well, I have a brain. Let me vote, you ignorant fools.
1: bonjour monsieur
0: there's a little bit of dead time here I don't know what he's doing I think he's waiting for his horse all right there's the horse If it takes until the rest of the 20th century I will stand here and sh-
1: Women need the right-
0: so he changes his uh mask here I think and they did everywhere that men have it. That's right. democracy. what you we currently a is a sham
1: appreciate loading speed to change your mask yikes
0: I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game is brutal Yikes <laughs>
1: <Mercy. laughs> <laughs>
0: I love this part. He's just dragging her. Yikes! <laughs> he brought her all the way here. All right,
1: all right. Real talk, though. Real talk. How is the title misleading?
0: What do you? misleading! Oof. Isn't that funny though that you can just like feed her to the alligator? <laughs> but be- were people like mad that the title was too violent or something? Uh, I don't know about the title, but anyway. So just for this kind of content, remember, this has no commentary. Okay, it's straight gameplay, right? My- and, and yet this got his whole account removed. This guy, okay, he's got a lot of subscribers now, but I don't know. I don't know how much he had before, right? This whole controversy. Mm-hmm. But this guy's been making but these he's kind of videos.
1: Yes, yeah. non. This is what you can do in the game. You know, look, look at all his videos. videos.
0: Like, he's been doing this for a long time. He's just making like really, like, you know, simple gameplay mm-hmm. clips. So how does this get banned by YouTube? I don't understand.
1: I think it was over the title, right? Because somebody said, somebody mentioned in the chat that the title was a little provocative. But like, the title was like, "feeding uh, feeding an annoying feminist to an alligator." Like that character in the game was literally a feminist. He's trying to get the right to vote for women. And she was a feminist, and he. The, the, the title aptly describes what happened in the video. In fact, he should he should get like a check mark for being a good, relevant title. You know, sometimes YouTube videos have poor titles, but no, that title was like was whatever that video was about. You know, he explained what it was. He did everything in the game with zero commentary, and to give you an account ban over something so ridiculous like that is pretty unfortunate.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I subscribe to this guy's channel, even though like I have no like interest it's in watching. Protests. Yeah, it's protest, just to defend him. Um, I you know, and I, and I think a lot of these guys, his subscribers uh or in the past few weeks just you know, people like me
1: but yeah people say it was because of the title right but if, if you look at that title like that's literally what he did in the video right like there was a feminist and they the alligator the only part where he journalized was put annoying that's the only part that was like editorialized by him which he could find they're annoying but you know what's
0: funny so he got re- he got reinstated right but now just to view his videos you can't even view them until you log in and h-check Oh my god. And i you know, are probably awful. all demonetized, so there goes any mo- money he's making from this. Rip it's a real Reno. shame. Yeah, he got really, he got ripped. He got skewered.
1: Feels bad. Rip his money. Yeah. What a world we live in. All right? You can't even make videos with no commentary without getting your account banned anymore. Like, <laughs> like,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oof. Feels bad. Yeah,
0: that's sad. But it, it's a funny video. I'm surprised how much the game allows you to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,.
0: You know, you can lasso the girl, drag him with you, fade into the crocodile, alligator.
1: Like back in GTA, you could always run people over in the sidewalk. There was always like a you know, Rockstar games are always like violent, right? You could always yeah. just drive on the sidewalk and literally kill like hundreds of people. It's yep. like, like a normal day in a if you're playing GTA. But feeding to an alligator is apparently the next is what got them banned. Big yikes. All right, there's one more small thing I want to point out. Uh Legend of Aria got a uh, sh- sh- showing off their player housing. And oh. this game, I think, handles housing. This is like, I still like the the concept of housing in MMOs is a topic I really like talking about because I feel like so many games could do a better job with housing. housing an and I think MMO for you and me, we both really world. enjoy the way Ultima Line handles housing, and this basically does the same thing. What I really like about the housing in this game, I mean, I don't think the game is going to do very well for other reasons, but I think they did a really good job with housing because it's got persistent world housing. Anywhere in the game world you can walk, you can basically place a house if there's no objects or trees blocking the way. I think that's the way to do housing. Other's others are pretty cool, pretty cool look at it if you just keep ahead like one minute.
0: Yeah, it does look cool. And I think I just read um you can actually own land and mm-hmm. then let other people build houses on your land, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird, but interesting. I want to see how that goes cuz that, that that does happen in real life sometimes. The owner of the land and the owner of the house are different people. Mhm. But it just I've been playing a lot of Final Magic 14 and, and I've been playing like, a lot
1: of like, Korean free-to-play and more RPGs, including like *Aura Kingdom* and stuff, they have housing and stuff, but it's always done in this really weird tacked-on way, where it's a secondary feature, and your housing exists in, like a, a separate zone. Even *Black Desert Online*, where you have housing in the cities, it's you just go into like this instance area inside the house, and then that's it, right? Whereas in, in *Ultima Online* and in, uh, in uh, *Legends of Aria*, now it, it, it's in the persistent world, and it's actually you, you put your items in there, you can decorate your house, you can show off your cool shit. This is the way housing should be done. And I love the housing in Final Fantasy 14 because it's kind of persistent. In its, own. it's it's an instance area, but with other houses. So you can still show off your zone. But it's still weird to have a zone, like 50 copies of a zone with housing, which is why Final 14 does it. But I do want to see more and more PGs innovate with housing, or at least make it more persistent. Because it seems like it's an easy way to like, I don't know, it seems like an important part of a game. Maybe because Ultima Line was my first game, and I loved the housing in that game. Maybe I feel you know, more, more tethered to housing than most people. So when is this game going to come out? It should be very soon, right? It's launching. It's coming on Steam sounds, in December. Right, it's a buy-to-play game though, mm-hmm. and it it looks very much like a like an Ultima line knockoff. Honestly, it just so much of this game is is inspired by Ultima line. Even like the housing system is identical to Ultima line, where you can, like lock things down. The, the terminology is the exact same, right? You want to put something in your house to show off, you got to lock it down. So honestly, just just play Ultima Online private server too if you're if you're curious. But yeah, this one's coming out in uh, in December on Steam.
0: I'll give it a shot. I mean, it's gonna be a niche, I think, but I think they know that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we'll see how, uh, I, I put on an old trailer where it was still called Shards Online.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they changed their name before, weirdly. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, yeah.
1: Player housing, boys. Needs work. Needs work in a lot of games. No game, I think, has done it really well since the days of Ultima Online.
0: All right, well. Just, so, yeah. Anything else? I got, I got one news... Uh... Some, some Hit it outside. Take,
1: take the last Sorry. business news, and then we'll take it to the post. So
0: NewZoo has a report on Ooh. gaming. and I, I just like watching their – I like looking at their charts here. We so mm-hmm. can get another look at the top gaming companies in the world by revenue. Tencent is still number one. The blue chart here is uh, 2018, first mm-hmm. half of the year. Green chart is 2017, first half of 2017. So Tencent is up. Sony is up a lot. Uh, Apple's up. And I bet a lot of you guys don't know this, but Apple apparently is the number three – company in the world by gaming revenue and it's all because they get a 30% cut of everything you spend in the iOS store on mobile ga- you know if you have an iPhone or an iPad and you, and you play these uh, mobile games and you spend money Apple gets that money
1: Apple will be the second biggest I think after 10 cent in the near future and if we go like 20 years in the future they will probably be number one because everything's going to go through mobile in the future anyway
0: yep uh, see. even Google is up uh, mm-hmm. again because they got a cut of everything in the Google Play store Mhm. I think,
1: uh, I mean, Fortnite Mobile did 55 million in October on iOS alone. Wow. That's insane. So in in one month, right? In one month, uh, they did 55 million on iOS on their mobile version, and Apple gets 30% of that, right? Yep. So Apple made 16.5 million dollars purely from just their, their 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 rake, their
0: their their 30% cut on Fortnite's revenue in one month. That's insane. And it really shows you how small like a Nintendo is on this chart. Like <laughs> Nintendo makes a fraction of Apple's money in gaming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you, when you think of Apple, you don't really think of a gaming company,
1: even mm-hmm. though they, now they get so much money from gaming. That's pretty insane.
0: Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, so yeah, was just, last What do you
1: got? One, one more mobile thing before we call it too. like – I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like from a – if a Dragalia lost, like the new Nintendo game just, that just launched, right? So they, they Nintendo makes quite a bit of money off of these mobile games. So they've calculated how much money they make per install, which I found to be pretty remarkable, right? So, for every install, can you guess how much money they make off the average Japanese player who downloads and installs Regalia Lost? The average player, and that counts players who spend zero, and it counts players that spend a lot of money. So the average spend per install for the game in Japan is absolutely mind-boggling to me. I think it's, it's the totally, highest number
0: for either of games. But I forgot. Uh, oh, never, never, that's I think that's way too high. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say eight dollars
1: it's 25 dollars per Japanese player and wow. we all know those Japanese players spend like crazy right but what's I find that American number equally surprising the average uh player in North America by us by the united States spent eight dollars50 cents per install so if you if you had Dragalia lost on your smartphone right now and you spent less than eight dollars you are you spent below average
0: that's right great. I got it installed yeah
1: so you you, you bring down the average all time bring down so, the average boys it's that's eight dollars50 cents is like is a good chunk of change. And if you look at the Japanese figure, 25 bucks, that's like half the price of a full budget game, you know? That's insane. That's what the average person is spending on a free game. So these games are getting way better at monetizing, which is pretty nuts.
0: Indeed. <laughs> well, are we going to become Japanese whales soon? One day. <laughs> all, right. all right. That's all I got. I think... I think... I'm out of stuff to show. I do want to show a Fallout 76 PvP video, but perhaps mm-hmm. we'll save that for the post-game. Yeah, we'll show in post-game. That game is coming out today, apparently, and in some places it's already out and playable. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the post-game. All right. All right, take care for you, too. Take care.